Hi there. So welcome to our next lesson, and we are looking at organizational missions and objective. So we've discussed, uh, we've understood strategy, we've looked at the various issues of our strategy, and we concluded in the last video on um, how Henry Metzberg thinks a strategy should uh, be. And we look at the five P's that it has to be a plan. That should, it should be, be able to not easily copy it, so it should outfit our competitors. It has to be done consistently, uh, so there must follow a certain pattern. Then we must know our position, that is, we must understand our uh, the strength opportunities, the threats and uh, the strength opportunities, the threats and then the weaknesses. Then also, we should, uh, the manager must have a certain level of perspective, a deeper understanding on the um, landscape of competition within the market or industry that we are in. Now we want to build up our lesson and go to organizational mission, vision, objectives, goals, all those uh, things. We want to discuss them here. So let's begin our journey first with a couple of definitions and we want to look at mission. Now it always starts with a mission, right? So what is a mission? It is described as the basic purpose and what the organization is trying to achieve. The basic purpose and what the organization is trying to achieve. So when we talk about the mission of an organization, it is the purpose of the organization and what it is trying to achieve. Now, to define mission well, there are four components of mission. So if you look at the mission statement of a company, it should exhibit four components. Number one, purpose. Purpose. Now, the purpose of the organization answers the question, why does the company exist and who does it exist for? Why does the company exist and who does it exist for? That is the purpose. In other words, the purpose of the organization can is, is uh, why does it exist? We want to create value for our shareholders. We want to provide, uh, by creating value for our shareholders, we want to satisfy the needs of all our stakeholders. Then we want to uh, uh, play a role in advancement of the society. Why do we exist? We want to uh, uh, provide education services to students. So our customers primarily are students. What kind of students are we talking about? We are talking about professional students doing professional courses, ACCA, IC, or tertiary students. That is purpose. Why the company exists and who does it exist for? It is very important for us to understand why we exist and who we exist for because if we, if we don't know why we exist and who we exist for, then we'll just be doing anything anyhow. So purpose. The next thing is values. These are the belief and moral principles that underline the organizational culture. The belief and moral principles that underline the organizational culture. So what is the belief of the company? What is the moral principles of the company? So, for instance, a company can have uh, their values to be integrity, um, uh, um, excellence, and then faith. Integrity, excellence, and faith. For your information, that is the that these are the values for Central University um, College. So, integrity, value, integrity, excellence, and what faith. That can be the value of the company. It means that is what is going to 
form the organizational culture that is going to form the environment that is going to form how the company does uh, how the school performs its thing so everything they are doing they make sure integrity is inside people are very honest they make sure that excellence is everywhere so lecturers are working teaching excellence facilities that we have excellent right then faith everything is based on God everything is so it's a Christian university the same thing happens to each organization Ecobank they have their core values uh, every company has its core values and these core values guides how the business would want to be operated what we're saying here is that the mission of a company should know the purpose why it exists who it exists for we should know the values the moral and then the belief that governs or runs the organizational uh, uh, culture. Then the third thing has to do with strategy. Strategy. Now, the strategy of the organizations answers the question, what are our elements of sustainable competitive advantage? What are our, uh, our elements of sustainable competitive advantage? What does it mean? It means that the strategy provides the commercial logic for the company that is the nature of the organization business and addresses the following questions what is our businesses or what should we be in or what are our elements of sustainable competitive advantage in other words how do we intend to achieve our purpose sustainably right so what are the strategies we intend to put in place? Like I mentioned earlier, as a company here, Premium Education Hub Limited, our strategy over a long period of time is to use information technology. That is why, so we are an IT-oriented company. So over a long period of time, sustainable competitive advantage, we are going to be using IT. That is what we've used all those while. That is what has given us a competitive edge. That is why right now, people know about us across the country, across Africa, across Asia, in the Middle East, and it's growing, it's growing through our YouTube channel, through our Facebook pages, through our online study portal. That is what we refer to as the strategy that a company intends to use. And then the last thing has to do with policies and standard of behavior. This answers the question, how should we conduct our business? How should we conduct our business? So for example, a service industry that wishes to be the best in its market must aim for standards of service in all its operation, which are the least as good as those found in its competitors. So how do we want to live our service? That is why here at Insura Premium University, we, 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 we make sure that whatever lecture that you are going to be watching, it's quality lessons are made very simple but they are detailed we make sure that we are covering the entire syllabus so it, it, that is it it's called the policies and the standard of behavior we stand for excellence that is what we stand for we want to meet the objective it is not taking people money people's money and then uh, not rendering the service I remember when we started this online study portal, there are people who called us and they are like, yeah, Inshira, I want to enroll, but I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Uh, you know, there are a lot of scams online. How sure am I that when I pay the money, I will get the cost? I'm like, how sure are you? Look at the organization. We are licensed. He said, I remember one guy especially, he was on me. Then I said, all right, 
you know my number, you know my name, you know our company, it is licensed by ICA, you can get details of me on everywhere online. If you pay the money and you enroll in the course and you don't see anything, take me anywhere. That's it. That's it. I said, take me anywhere. So he enrolled and he got his course. And later on, he called me. He was like, how do I log in? And we gave him the direction. He logged in. Then he saw the courses. He played the videos. He went and he called me later and he said, wow, this is great. Thank you very much. And he recommended some other people to enroll with us. In other words, they were just uh, literally uh, sitting down to see whether this thing is true. That is what we are talking about here. The policies and then the standard of behavior. How you're going to be conducting your business. So that is what you need to understand about mission. But how important in, is, is mission for corporate development? If an organization wants to expand and grow, how important is mission? So let's look at a couple of ways that, uh, uh, a couple of reasons why um, mission is important to corporate development. Number one, values are acknowledged as integral elements of consumers buying decisions. This is shown by the attention paid to them in advertising, brand building, and market research. Customers ask not only what do you sell, but what do you stand for? That's it. So your values as a company will be portrayed in your way of business, will be portrayed in the various ads that you undertake, will be portrayed in the way the business stands. So people are not just buying, are not just coming to buy what you're selling, but they are also looking at what do you stand for? Do you stand for gender equality? Do you stand for excellence? Do you stand for integrity? Do you stand for your faith? Do you, what do you stand for? How do you see people? Values of the company is integral to the corporate development. Second, studies into organizational behavior shows that people are motivated by many things other than money. Employees are likely to be both productive and more satisfied with their work when they feel that what they are doing has significance beyond the mere pursuit, beyond the mere pursuit of a living. That is also about values. So as a company, how do we see the activities of our employees? Is it an open organization where when an employee have an idea, that employee can come and share that idea with management and, and we can help that employee to develop that idea and to be integral in the business? Or is it a hostile organization where it is autocratic so employees' views are not considered, it is just about paying them money? What are we doing? That is all embedded in the mission, values. Then the third thing is, some writers believe there is an uh, empirical relationship between strong corporate values and profitability. So some writers believe that if you look at the values of a company and its profitability, it tallies. In other words, companies that have strong values stand for values that are generally accepted by a large number of people tend to have more customers which translates literally towards profitability. So these are the reasons why mission is very important for corporate development. Now, along with mission is the mission statement. 
So at the end of the day, if you enter a company, if you enter the office of every business, you will see mission statements. So you go to the bank, you see it, an insurance company, you see it, you come to our office, you're going to see that. You're going to see the mission statements there. So how are mission statements developed? How are they formed? Now, mission statements are likely to have the following characteristics. We've already stated that a mission should have purpose, values, strategy, policies, and standard of behavior. But at the end of the day, when we are writing a mission statement of a company, it must have some characteristics. Number one, it must state the purpose of the organization. Boom. Number two, it must state the business areas in which the organization intends to operate. Then, providing a general statement of the organizational culture that has to do with your values that has to do with your values then four acting as a guide to develop the direction of the entity strategy and its goals and objectives so the mission statement should be as a guide to help the company to develop goals that is a uh, 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 future uh, 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 orientated uh, uh, strategies and objective that is specific strategies uh, within the short term these are all the, the characteristics that must be included in what we call a mission statement. Now, Richard Lynch, we're going to be borrowing the thoughts of Richard Lynch in his text, Strategic Management, provides a criteria to judge an effective corporate mission statement. So Richard Lynch believed that an effective corporate uh, uh, mission statement should have four features or four characteristics. In other words, if our mission statement or corporate mission statement is going to be effective, we should answer these four questions according to Richard Lynch. One, is it specific enough to impact upon individuals' behavior throughout the organization? Is it specific enough to impact upon individuals' behavior throughout the organization? Because it should be specific. Even though the mission statement is going to be quite vague, as compared to objective and goals, um, it should be quite specific so that it will impact upon what the behavior of people. Remember, the mission statement should talk about the values. The mission statement should talk about the purpose. The mission statement should, should guide on how strategies are developed. So it should be able to impact on the behavior of the people. So is it impacting on the behavior of the people too? Does it reflect the distinctive advantage of the organization and recognize its strengths and weaknesses? So does the mission statement reflect the distinctive advantages of the organizations and recognize our strengths and our weaknesses? That's a question we have to answer. Three, is it realistic and unattainable? Many a time, young entrepreneurs or companies make some bold statements out of the whirlwind and they just make the bold statement thinking that making the statement it's good no it's good to dream big but you can it's good to dream big as the ocean but you know you can't have anything as the ocean right so it should be realistic and it should be an attainable mission statement all right so yeah you can start a company you can start a social media company in ghana and say that um, 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 you want to become the number one social media company in the world. Okay, is it realistic? Is it attainable? Because the infrastructure facilities you need in the Silicon Valley in US, it's not in Ghana for a social media company to thrive. 
to move ahead, to go on like that is going <laughs> to, it's going to take them. So you got to find out, is it realistic? Is it something that is realistic? Then is it attainable? Looking at your resources, looking at your long term goal, looking at your mindset, looking at your attitude, looking at the management you have, looking at the environment, looking at the economy, is it attainable? <laughs> is it attainable? That's a question you got to answer though. Then the last one is, is it flexible to demand is it flexible to the demands of a changing environment is it flexible because you see sometimes you've got to be a bit flexible so yes we started out as a, a, an educational institute that is going to provide tuition for professional students but in the long term we want to expand our uh, our umbrella a bit bigger in the education industry like the example i was telling you earlier there is there are no students coming on board or because of the free SHS policy more students will be coming out from 2021 okay that means more universities must be built so if that is the case as an organization we have to go into university so in a way not that our main mission providing of tuition services but it is going to divert a little bit to look at the university which is also providing tuition but this time around in a different setting in a different environment so what we are asking is that is it flexible to the demands of a changing environment michael sorry richard lynch believed that these four criteria when met will make a corporate mission statement effective will make a corporate mission statement effective so to give you an idea of how some uh, mission statements are we want to look at the mission statement of some well-known companies in the world. The first one is Coca-Cola. What is Coca-Cola's mission statement? To refresh the world, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value and make a difference. I want you to pay close attention to this mission statement of Coca-Cola. To refresh the world, to inspire purpose, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, to create value, and to make a difference. Okay, so to refresh the world, purpose, to inspire moments of optimism and happiness, values, to create value has to do with strategy, and then make a difference has to do with standard of behavior so some way somehow the four components are there are you getting it next one google google our own google to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful that is Google's mission statement. Then Starbucks. I hope you know Starbucks. It's a coffee uh, company, a leading coffee company in the world. Our mission to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. To inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Then eBay. eBay is a global um, online trading platform. To provide a global trading platform where practically anyone can trade practically anything. 
and that is what eBay does. So you can go on eBay, create account, start selling. Go on eBay, create account, start selling. So to provide a global trading platform where practically anyone can trade practically anything. Then Microsoft, our good old Microsoft, to provide people and businesses throughout the world realize they are sorry to help people and businesses throughout the world realize their potential to help people and businesses throughout the world realize their potential so these are the mission statements of some of the world leading companies some of the world leading companies right so how is mission statement important in uh, how is mission statement important in planning because remember one of the things that we said uh, in the beginning or in a moment a moment ago is I mentioned that mission statement should be able to uh, provide guidelines or guide for developing the strategies or the directions of the company so mission statement and planning how does it work we want to look at three points there one Mission statements can play an important role in strategic planning processes. How does that how does it do that? One, inspires and inform planning. That is, plan should further the organization goals and be consistent with its values. So the mission statement will inspire, okay, and inform how the organization will plan. What are the values of the company? What are the uh, 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 belief systems of the company? Then two, screening. Mission acts as a yardstick by which plans are judged so that it is not everything that the company will venture into. But before they will venture into anything, they will first look at their mission statement. Is this why we exist? Is this why we establish this company? So the mission statement or the mission of the company becomes what? The yardstick against which many projects or, or the acts of the company is judged or the plans are judged whether it is ethically right whether it is ethically wrong or what it is if it is supposed to uh, help the entire community then every plan we are undertaking must bring uh, uh, success or must satisfy the entire community and then the last thing is that mission also acts as the implementation of a plan strategy in terms of the way in which an organization carries out its business and through the culture of the organization so the mission statement the mission also helps in how we implement the plans because remember we said one of the components of mission is the policies and standard of behavior so standard of behavior has to do with how should we conduct our businesses how should we conduct our business so when we design a strategy we design a plan and we are implementing the plan the way in which the plan will be implemented is what we are talking about here so that is what you need to understand about mission make sense let's go to the next one vision vision what is vision vision so your mission is your purpose why you exist and who you exist for your vision is oriented towards the future and can help give the organization a sense of direction. An organization's mission, sorry, an organization's vision 
describes the organization hopes to become in the future. Well-constructed visions clearly articulate an organization's aspirations. So the vision of the company is what the organization hopes to become, what the organization aspires to become. Mission, why we exist, who we exist for. Vision, who we hope to become or what we aspire to become. Now, we can look at a vision statement of a couple of companies around the world just to see how they operate. So let's look at Patamina. Now, Patamina is a state-owned Indonesia energy company. Listen to their vision, their mission statement. Mission, to carry out integrated business in oil, gas, renewable, and new energy based on strong commercial principles. So that is their mission, to carry out integrated business in oil, gas, renewable, and new energy based on strong commercial principles. That's their mission. Now look at their vision. Vision. To be a world-class national energy company. To be a world-class national energy company. Meaning that this is what they hope, this is what they aspire to become. Another example is uh, Mitri and Co. Limited. It's a Japanese conglomerate. And they, do, they deal with chemicals, construction, engineering, insurance, banking. They, they have a lot of chains of businesses. Listen to their mission. Strive to contribute to the creation of a future where the aspirations of the people can be fulfilled. Strive to contribute to the creation of a future where the aspirations of the people can be fulfilled. Then listen to their vision. Vision. Aim to become a global business enabler that can meet the needs of our customers throughout the world. We aim to become a global business enabler that can meet the needs of our customers throughout the world. So that is what they hope for. So the vision of a company tells us, the aspiration tells us the hope of a company. That's it. That's it. That's it. The next thing we want to talk about is goals, objectives, and targets. So let's look at them quickly. So goals. So this is why you exist. This is who you want to become. What are goals? A goal is often a long-term overall aspiration. It is what the organization is trying to achieve. But Henry Mitzberg defines goals in a, in a way that we need to consider. According to Henry Mitzberg, goal can be defined as the intention behind decisions or actions, the state of mind that drive individuals or collective of individuals to do what they do. So goals. All right? It's long-term aspiration. Why do we do the things that we're doing? Why do we have, do I teach life on Facebook? Why do I teach on Instagram? Why do I have a YouTube channel? Why do I have podcasts on iTunes, on Stitcher? Why do I have podcasts on my website? Why have I published books and I keep on publishing books? Why do I sell my books on Amazon? Why do I do that? It is called my long-term words. 
aspiration it is our long-term goal what we want to do and why we do the things that what we do it's very important about that so your goal has to do with your long-term your overall long-term aspiration it could be five years it could be ten years are you getting the idea five years ten years something like that then we come to the objectives objectives are often quite specific and well defined objectives are quite specific and well defined objectives are quite specific and well defined though they can also embody comprehensive purposes so objectives are a bit specific they are a bit well defined now basically there are two types of objectives that we can right so with objectives financial and then what non-financial now so what are some financial objectives that we can talk about for instance we can set objective for profitability for the market share that we want to have for the growth rate of the company for the cash flows of the company for the asset base of the company for the jerry level of the company these are all financially related so for instance a company can say that this year we want to increase profitability by 20 percent that is a financial objective as you can see it is specific this year this year now a goal will be we want to increase our uh, our profitability over the uh, in the next 10 years we want to increase our profitability in the next five years that could be a goal but a, a, an objective can be specific we are increasing our profit by 20 percent in the next six months or this year are we getting the idea that is a financial objective or our jeering level should not exceed or will not exceed maybe 25 percent that is a financial objective or we want to increase our market share by 5%. That is what? An objective. Then we talk about some non-financial objectives. Customer satisfaction is an objective. Now, you got to realize that usually the financial objectives are the kind of objective that will result into maximizing the wealth of the shareholders. But remember, we said that it is not only about the shareholders, we have to look at the stakeholders in general. So usually, financial objectives are geared towards maximizing the wealth of the shareholders. However, non-financial objectives are for the other stakeholders. So customer satisfaction, we must set an objective that we want to satisfy customers. So we want to increase customer satisfaction by 10% this year. It is a non-financial objective. Now remember... Another example can be the quality of the firm's product. We want to increase the quality of our product. Human resources availability, new product development, new product development, and then social responsibility or corporate social responsibility. Now, this is the trick. This is what happens all the time. In order for companies to be able to meet non-financial objectives, they have to sacrifice some of the financial objectives. What do I mean by that? If you want to produce quality products, that means that you want to, uh, to satisfy your customers. That means that you need to invest more. You need to put in more money. You need to do after-sales services. You want to do uh, customer care. You have to visit the customers. You need to do free product uh, replacement. You need to do free uh, 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 maybe repairing or something like that, services for them. When you are doing that, you are doing that at the expense of the shareholders' money. Or you want to satisfy your employees. So 
you provide them with a good working environment. The reason why many companies are not providing good working environment is because it's money. If we make you feel better, that is shareholders' money. They didn't give us the money to make you feel better. So that is a problem. Corporate social responsibility. If we undertake a corporate social responsibility and we are helping the, cont the country uh, or people in the, in, the, in the community, we are using shareholders' money to do that. Later on when we are discussing corporate social responsibility, you realize that many people don't want companies to undertake corporate social responsibility because when, you, when a company undertakes corporate social responsibility, they are literally saying that the shareholders don't know what to do with their money. Because chances are, many of the shareholders have their own charity companies. So if they have their own charity organization or they have a way they do their charity, then give them their money as dividend and they will use it to do the, the charity. But we need to undertake that as a company to represent as a good corporate citizen. So all the time, there is a conflict between financial objectives and non-financial objectives. It is very important for the organization to find a balance between the financial objective and non-financial objective so that we will be able to know the expectation of all the stakeholders and satisfy them. Because remember, if you just focus on making more money for the shareholders, at the expense of the customers, then you are not going to produce a quality product. And remember, if you don't produce a quality product, people will not buy and you will soon run out of business. If you want to save money, so you don't want to provide good working environments for the employees, you don't want to give them good working condition, pay salary, give them bonuses, provide them with the things they need in order to make them happy to work for the company, then they are not going to put in themselves. Because remember what Peter Draka says, he calls employees the blood life of the company. So they run the company. So if they are not satisfied, they will work anyhow and nothing can be done and you will run out of business. So we have to find that thin line and find a balance between financial objectives and non-financial objectives as a company. But not only do we have these um, two types of objectives, but also objectives must have some specific features. So if you are looking at objectives, we must set what we call SMART objectives. And I hope you've heard this before. We must set SMART objectives. So this is a memo, SMART objectives. What does it mean? It means that as a company, we need to set specific objectives. Our objectives must be specific. That's the, that's the first letter in the SMART, the S, specific. What do we mean when we say an objective should be specific? An objective must be a clear statement and must be easy to understand. So it must be a clear statement and easy to understand. So this year, we are increasing profitability by 20%. This year, we are increasing revenue by 20%. This year, we are increasing customer satisfaction by 20%. It is clear and it is easy to understand. That is what we mean by specific. But not only should the objective be clear to understand, but it has to be measurable. Now, measurability of objective simply means that objective must be measurable so that performance against the objective can be assessed. And this is where um, key performance indicators is going to come in, which is what I'm going to be discussing with you in, in a moment about key performance 
indicators. I'm going to be discussing that with you in a moment. Then the third thing has to do with achievable. We should now. Measurability simply means having a yardstick. So you should have some key performance indicators against which you are going to measure uh, the objective to see when it is achieve when it is whether you are achieving the objective. Then the last one is achievable. Sorry, the next one is achievable. If the objective sets are not achievable, people will not bother trying to achieve them. So there is a little point in setting them in the first place. So the objective should be achievable. So if we say we are increasing revenue by 20% this year, is it realistic? Is it achievable? Is it something we, are, we can do? How are we going to do it? Is it too big? Because sometimes companies set too high targets, too high objective, and it discourages people. Even though objectives have some component of uh, causing people to, to really bring out the best in them, the same objective can kill people. Because they, if they look at it and it is too big and they cannot think about it, then they will not be able to work about it. So R is, it should be relevant. 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 An objective is relevant if it relates to an organization's mission and will help it to fulfill that mission. So it has to be relevant. So the objective that is set, is it in the mission of the organization? Is it part of the purpose? Is it in the values? Is it in the uh, uh, um, strategy? Is it in the behavior uh, uh, pattern of the company? Is it there? Then people will take it up. Then the last thing is time related. It has to be time bound. Time bound. Whereas mission statements tend to be open-ended, an organization needs to define a specific time period in which objectives should be achieved. So if you look at my scenario, I said we are increasing profit or revenue by 20% this year. Specific. We are increasing profit this month by 20%. That is it. It has to be time bound. So every strategy, every objective must be what? Smart. It should be specific. Should be measurable against key performance indicators. Should be achievable, realistic. Should be relevant, and then it should be time bound. So these are uh, what we call um, features of what objectives, or what objectives must uh, be in order for them to be achieved. But a key question we ask us 